We in there. All right. All what's right, up, sir. What's good, fellas? How y'all doing? Man, what's up? I'm, what's up? I'm good, bro. I took a uh, took a COVID test today. Oh man, how was that? Uh, yeah, it was it was, it was kind of weird, yo, because I got there. You know, they had the drive through. So I was sitting in the drive through. I said it's like nine oh five. I'm in the drive through for like twenty minutes, and I get there, and the lady's talking about some. It's actually that place over there for the rapid. Like they have like a little trailer. So then, like I go to the trailer and I go there. I walk in. She said, "Oh no, I'm not ready for you yet." So basically, I didn't get my thing done till like ten o'clock. So are you COVID positive or negative? <laughs> <laughs> That's the main objective. That's the main objective right there. You good? I, 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 I'm, I'm negative. I'm definitely. I was definitely kind of scared, okay. man, because I, I had this event this weekend. It's Friendsgiving. I've never been to one before, which is pretty pretty cool. And it was a lot of it was a lot of people in there. So you, you got to get more details about the Friendsgivings, bro. You can't just can't just <laughs> leave us on a cliffhanger like that. How was it? You know, how was the food? Was it comparable to like the Thursday version of Thanksgiving, or was it you know? Uh, I I think I think the Friendsgiving is cool, like with the friends and having a good time. But food wise, it's not the same because not your mom making it, it's not your grandma making it, it's your friends. People pretty much the same age as you, so the caliber of cooking is going to be on par or less. Because I'm I'm a chef out here in these streets, so it it was cool. The food was cool, but but Tony was there too, so Tony could talk about it. Yeah, I was there, man. My uh, experience was uh, great, man. I had a great time. Like and and people that were there at the Friendsgiving, like I've known them for a very long time, so um my history with them is 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 a lot richer so i completely um uh, my experience was a little bit different than jalan's but in in terms of people it was great in terms of food it was great like i just had a great time but i do understand jalan's perspective because that was actually my first friendsgiving ever and um i didn't really like you know i've seen tv shows where they do stuff like that but like I never really saw um, that for my own eyes, if that makes sense. So it was it was a it was a different experience. I loved it, and I can't wait for next year, man. It's just good to just be around people that you call family, that are your friends, and you just create memories. You just create moments. So it was fantastic, man. Cause it was plenty of moments. It was plenty of moments. Bro, me. man, yo, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, man. Talk about your boy Al, man. Your boy yeah. Al was tripping. Yo, yo, honestly, like, uh, that was my first time, you know, even knowing about him. I mean, really, I don't know. I, I don't know, but but um, he he definitely add color to the situation, um, um, at hand, which was which was great because. He just served as like a, a what maybe like an X factor <laughs> at a Thanksgiving type the, uh, dinner or meetup. <laughs> listen, listen. So we're in there having a good time. I forgot what game we're playing, but we're enjoying ourselves being super loud, right? So we hear a knock at the door, and they open the door, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm just a neighbor." Blah blah blah. So everybody's thinking, "Oh, we're being too loud." You know, that's fine. So he said, "Man, yeah, I'm just a neighbor, man. I, I'm, I'm a lonely guy." I hear y'all having a good time, so <laughs> he basically he basically said, "Yo, can I can I come in and hang out with y'all?" So he invited himself to the party. <laughs> yes, pretty much, yeah, pretty much. So that's why I, I'm a, I'm a, I respond. I respect Al for having uh for the cojones to do that. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, that was. Couldn't really say yeah, anything he, about it. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was tripping, man. Did 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 y'all did he get invited in? That's the that's the yeah yeah he was yeah da, 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 I mean <laughs> listen <laughs> listen look you listen all I know all I know is like if I was like close the door or whatever because we had the door open so we closed the door next thing you know I just see some random this guy got to be like 40, 40 something walking in there like yo what's yo what's going on like he's the loudest one in the room at this point oh, yeah. he came in and tried to be the life of the party. Basically, and I was I was very uncomfortable, especially with COVID going on. I, oh, I can't yeah. trust too many people, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, definitely something uh, different, um, but uh, I think we all reacted uh, respectfully, and um, we definitely made sure that the spirit of Thanksgiving was in there. So, um, yeah, man, we all had a great time. <laughs> all right, so I'm a, I gotta ask y'all a question, and it's not based off the. Thanksgiving, but it's based off of Thanksgiving. What's your favorite dish at Thanksgiving? Man, I would say my favorite dish at Thanksgiving, it would have to be macaroni and cheese, man. All right, okay. Macaroni and cheese, macaroni. Not the Danny Lay mac and cheese? Nah, not the Danny. <laughs> what? No, no, sir. <laughs> nope. Not that. I'm talking about that real stuff. That real <laughs> the elbow. The elbow noodles. <laughs> not the not the straight noodles. Right, nah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I say the same thing, man. Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese or lasagna. Those are my favorite. I'm definitely not a fan. Yeah, lasagna, but I'm definitely not a fan of turkey, bro. Like turkey is supposed to be the the label for Thanksgiving, but I could you could say the turkey. Hey man, I, I respect the mac and cheese, but I can't slide by lasagna because that ain't they ain't one of the core staples of Thanksgiving. I feel like that is a every every family has the one item that ain't necessarily a part of like, the core <laughs> five. <laughs> My guy, lasagna ain't on everybody Thanksgiving. All right, so if that's not it. What's the core five then? Let me hear. It's probably I turkey. Think- what mashed potatoes and uh what stuff? Hell nah. You don't oh, got nah. y'all got mashed. <laughs> Hell nah. Damn mashed potatoes, bro. No, like I feel like that's white people Thanksgiving. Like that's white folk core five. Like nah. I told what's what was I was fried chicken and watermelon. Nah, damn, bro. <laughs> watermelon damn. not even in season, bro. Come on, bro. Like. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You say mine is the white one. What is the black one then? Well, I'm saying like so. You you have mac and cheese. Okay. Collard greens. You gotta have Mm -hmm. collard greens. Yeah, we don't need collard greens in my house. But go ahead. You're not okay. So I'm gonna say this. I will also get your people are not like southern. So I think there's a difference between like a a southern Thanksgiving and then like everything else. I'm speaking only to like southern. So like collard greens, mac and cheese. Like uh, some type of sweet potato casserole, um, turkey. I don't eat it. I don't really care for turkey like that. But that's like your, your, your tw- up there. That's a collard greens, and then like uh, like some type of like cornbread. Yeah, that's pretty much that's, the staple. Yeah, that's the staple. Like th- that's your core. Like if you pull up and then like mac and cheese in my household is like the most important thing. Like my mom makes that. We had one Thanksgiving where she outsourced that shit to somebody else, and it was ass. 
yeah. like absolutely ass in a black household when when there's leftover uh mac and cheese that's a problem listen somebody's fighting problem. somebody like <laughs> like hey y'all want extra mac no no when they when no, nobody wants to pack it on the dope, that's a problem so yeah that, like, that's the core five Okay. What y'all have? What's your, what's your mm. um, Turkey. Um, we got the little... Uh, well, I guess in my household, that's what I'm going to say. So we got the turkey. We always got that sweet potato uh, casserole. We got macaroni and cheese. We got... Dang. Dang, I don't know. After that, I don't know. That's it, bro. Yeah. We got three. <laughs> no, no, my, 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 my mom always does ma- Listen, my mom always does the mashed potatoes I don't know why because I don't eat it so I think that's why so definitely she has the mashed potatoes and the last one has to be like some lasagna or something so those are my five I feel that okay okay yeah my Thanksgiving five, what you make it hey on some real oh, oh me you said what I'm making and I said Thanksgiving is what you make it oh okay I'm about to say I ain't making nothing good <laughs> <laughs> well if I had to choose a five I would say well let me say if I can choose close to five, um, mac and cheese, uh, some type of sweet potato casserole. Um, man, that's hard. That, that um, I would say collard greens, but you know what? It could be any type of greens. Like mm-hmm. it could be uh, some people like string beans, some people like yeah. asparagus. Yeah. Whatever, like like something green. So let's just say that. That's my third one. Um, okay. What else? Uh, some type of cornbread. Um, and forgive me because I'm vegetarian actually, so I don't think about turkey. <laughs> he was, he was, eating, that, he was eating that turkey up Thanksgiving, man. No, I was not, <laughs> dog. No, I was not. No, I wasn't. Tony I promise. Nah, man. My homie, uh, he, he put Beyond Meat in the baked beans. That shit was good as hell. I kept eating them damn beans. I'm like, damn, that shit is good as hell. But anyway, yo, like, that's all. That's all I I would probably do, man. So basically, the, the fourth and fifth would be like the meats or whatever, like the turkey and anyone that like ham and or chicken or turkey wings, whatever. But yeah, yeah. So. But me, nah, I don't do I don't do meat anymore. I'm kind of <laughs> focused on the greens and plant based, so, plant based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Well, shit. With that, y'all want to jump into what we talking about today? Or yeah, man, let's, let's, let's start the podcast, man. Let's start the podcast. Let's get it. All right. So, shit, we gonna roll into how we always do it. Welcome back to the Untitled Podcast. It's episode eleven. It's your boy, Justin. I'm Jalon. I'm Tony. Damn, I low key like rolled into it and forgot my part. You but... forgot your name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot your name. Hey, uh, I'm Justin. Uh, oh, shit. It's me. It's me. All right, cool. You know, clearly I'm thinking too much about Thanksgiving. Uh, but shit. Hey, this episode is kind of on the same topic of what we talked about last episode, but we ended up a little bit. We kind of went into a couple of different topics of, you know, alluding to it. But this is the nice guys versus city boys. Uh, so with that being said, what do you classify yourself as? Are you a nice guy or are you a city boy, Jalon? 
Man, y'all already know, man. I'm a nice guy, man. I get ghosted, get my heart broke. I'm definitely, definitely a nice guy, bro. Damn, bro. We got to get you some city boy, man. We got to get you in the city boy class. After this episode, you're going to be ready. You're going to be I'm, ready. I think what it is, I see the good in people, so I wouldn't want to do anything, you know, to hurt, to hurt them. But then they do it to me, so it's kind of, it is what it is, man. Whatever. I, I think what it is, I'm gonna find the right one that likes nice people. Uh, or probably not. Whatever, man. Go, go ahead, Justin. Yeah. Go ahead, Tony. What, what are you, a nice guy or a city city boy? Man, Whatever. you know what? I'm neither. I used to be a nice guy until I got traumatized like a mug. I'm talking about like changed my whole thinking process. So then I was like, well, I'm gonna just be out here on these streets and mm. just do whatever I want to do. Okay. <laughs> and just kind of just be whoever I wanted to be. And um, hey, you know it was it was fun, but uh, I'm at a certain point in my life now where it's like, man, look, I'm I'm looking for greater. I'm trying to raise up my actual value uh, yeah. individually. So I wouldn't say I'm neither. Uh, let's just say I'm still I'm still loading, but I'm definitely not. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like I'm that. definitely none of these options, yeah. bro. Yeah, I like that. But can, but explain a little bit of that when you was out here. Doing okay. whatever. Yeah, like, uh, hey, man, you know, hey, just, just, just. I don't know. I'm a nice guy. So I'm trying to find you had out. A cu- it sounded like Tony had a couple city boy summers. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I will say maybe like uh, springs. I-, I wouldn't say summers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say summers. Like, um, But uh, for me, it was just more so like a seasonal thing, man. Like, I would probably just uh, do whatever I want. And you can describe it as um, just. Uh, you could talk to multiple people. You can try to get to know uh, multiple people in terms of who they are and what you like and what you don't like. And you could do things individually as far as discovering who you are and not really giving a damn about what anyone else thinks. Like, it's just you just being you, you being your authentic self and understanding who you are. That's what I would say a city, a city boy is, is like understanding who he is and then standing firm by it like with no hang-ups no obligations no type of second guessing i think it's important i think every man should have a city boy episode so yeah man all right i just i know it's your turn but i want to kind of go deep to what tony was saying I feel like that's Hit just me like that. Damn, bro. No, well, I'm not. I'm not. I, go, ahead, go ahead, Justin. Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, we'll come back. My pain don't even matter no more. I would no, say. No, it does matter, but I'll just say it was a it was a good talking point. Go ahead. Nah, go with your talking point because I'm not gonna forget what I'm about to say. So go okay. Ahead. Nah, but basically what you're saying, um, Tony, that's basically sounds like just dating or talking to multiple people and doing what you want to do. I don't think that's a you know, a city boy thing. I think that's just being a guy that wants to date. To each his own. I, I think that um, there's different variations of it, man, because yeah. uh, if you was to ask women what that is, they would tell you exactly what the, <laughs> I just said. But yeah. not in not to that degree, but just from that perspective. It's a man just doing whatever he feels mm-hmm. is what he wanted to do. Straight okay. up. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, so now we're gonna go on to my. Now go ahead, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, I'm a retired uh, city boy. You feel me? Like 
Um, I I can I think every guy is a, is a nice guy at one point in time. And then to Tony's point, like there's a certain amount of things that you kind of you you experience and you realize like that nice guy approach don't always necessarily like work out. So for me, early on, nice guy, but then I had to change, you know, my uh, how I moved to be more what the market wanted. You feel me? So the market wanted more aggressive city boy action. So with that being said, you know, I, I, I have that side. But I'm retired. I'm out the game. I coach now. You feel me? Like, that's that's me. I'm Phil Jackson from the bench. I scout. Hey, I'm out the game. I'm out the game. But that's it. Former city boy, you know. I, I feel that. But I'm saying, who you coaching, bro? Because I'm on the bench right next to you, and I ain't getting the game yet. Listen, I be trying to coach you, but you know – there's times that I feel like life teaches the best lessons. So as a coach, you can't play for your player. You got to you gotta sit back and give them advice as you feel fit. And then you let the game happen. You know, that that's, that's kind of how I see things because ultimately we can never be, even as a coach in you know, sports, so you can never be the same player that your coach is and vice versa. You just give it from a different perspective. I've seen it, so I can tell you what's going to happen. Like, I'm a firm believer of, and I know there's women that's going to disagree with me when I say this, but women love assholes. That's just that's just my opinion of things, because I feel like when you try to be nice, you can get taken advantage of, but when you act like you don't care, oh, it's something about it. And that's like what I used to use. Like, yeah. I'm not texting first. I'm not texting you good morning. I'm going to act like I don't care. And they just like, suck it up i might care but like you know it's checkmate it's a strategic game you know so i'm not gonna give in so hey, coaching bro phil yeah. jackson hall of fame level i know and nothing that's what that's what toxic is right it's i would say like, it's toxic well so what, do you, what would you call it i would say so like this is the thing i feel like when you're dating somebody at the end of the day you are trying to uh showcase yourself right and how I've always viewed dating as, especially if you're not exclusively dating, that person has people courting them and you have people courting yourself. So you have to, or courting, you know, you're courting people. So you have to do whatever, whatever it takes to really differentiate yourself and showcase your skill set. So I know, and I feel like women always want security and women also want to feel secure within a relationship. So you have to kind of figure out those different things to spark their interest. If you know a chick is used to getting a whole bunch of attention and there's a million dudes in her inboxes all the time, like I'm not going to be the million and one dude like saying good morning and beautiful. That, I'm not doing that shit, bro. Yeah, Facts. that's what I'm, nice I'm not. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm honestly, not doing that. Honestly, want to get on that point because that's kind of funny, right? So I wouldn't say I'm a city boy, but I have, you know, back-to-back dates before, right? So basically, well, let's say it's Friday It's Friday night, a girl came over and she spent the night. And then I had a date on Saturday. So the Saturday date was like at three o'clock. This girl is over there. She's over here in the morning, right? And I get a text from a girl and she'd say, who is that? And I showed her like some girl was saying, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Cause that's the girl I'm going to date, you know, the next day. And I basically told her, yeah, I'm about to date her next. So you're going to have to, you know, get out of here in a minute. So I can get ready for the next girl. And like, I told her I was joking, even though it was a serious thing, but to the point where I think we well, y'all are right about like toxic works because I had the date. It didn't go as planned. And I still was able to call the other girl and hang out with her that night. 
Hey, bro, it's about being transparent. Like, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, like, in the height of my city boyness, like, I hit three chicks on one weekend. Two on one day, then one the next day. Like, and during that time period, I was very transparent about, like, I'm, I'm not with any of y'all. I moved that way. And for me, it was a sense of, I don't like lying. So, like, when you get into situations where you have to kind of, like, <clears throat> tell one lie, you keep lying, like, that should get old. So, I'm going to tell you, like, listen, you're not the only one. You know, are we exclusive? No. Uh, when I'm done with you, I'm going to see such and such. If you don't like it, cool. You know, I don't what? care. Move like, on. I think that that is the um, the actual thing that makes a city boy a city boy, and that is his transparency. Like, because we all would have stories that we could talk about that talks about how transparent we were to women, to multiple women, just letting them know what it is up front. You know no secrets. It is what it is. Like, it's about being directive. It's about being assertive. It's about even being assertive about yourself and the decisions you make. Like, women love that. They love to see a man straight up in his thoughts, plan it. He knows exactly what he's talking about, and he's going to do exactly what he say he's going to do. Now, I do believe that there is a difference between someone, some some man that is a kind man and a nice man. I think there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Because explain that. Explain that. Yeah. So like for me, I would classify myself as a kind man because a kind man is aware of how nice he could be. Mm. A nice man is unaware of how nice he is and he just allows anyone to take advantage of his kindness. See that? Yeah. Yeah. A kind I like man, how you broke that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, like a kind man knows exactly how much to give somebody because a kind man is supposed to be way more observant than he is giving. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. How does one become a kind man though? He has to go through that hurt. He has to go through that that situation where he is unconscious of how i mean how nice he is like literally like if you don't know your limit of being nice then there's no way that you could make a transition into being kind because i'll tell you what uh if i was to ever have a daughter i would be nice to her because she's pure she doesn't know she's learning right if you are with a woman you have to learn that woman to understand how kind to be to her Mm-hmm. There's going to be days where you got to be assertive. You got to be directive. You got to be steadfast in your own uh, choices. And she just got to just be there. But it's also going to be going to be days where she's going to need that heart. But it's up to the man to recognize like, hey, let me go ahead and open my heart up today. Today. <laughs> today. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Tony dropping bombs. Okay. It's my turn. Hey, hey you know. <laughs> I, I, no, no, because I was I was thinking I was thinking about what he said, and I feel like for me, I think it's hard to wait to be, you know, nice to somebody. Cause especially if like you have a, a good heart, like you don't want to do it right away, but you kind of want to earn it, but then you still like, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I think that's why I'm not toxic because it's like I have such a big heart and I don't want to. It's kind of hard to hold back. Yo, yeah. it takes toxicity to learn the woman. That's what we're talking about. That's what city boys do. 
city city boys got to reach their boundaries, right? So that that woman can be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then once she gets to that point, <laughs> then you're then you're like, oh, that's not what you like? Well, let me okay. switch it up for you. You Thanks. know what I'm saying? Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> okay. And it's I, only I, right. It's only right. Good. Yeah. No, no, he is right. Because it's like, you kind of want them to get in their feelings the opposite way. Because women are from Venus and men are from Mars. So you kind of want to get them in their feelings the wrong way. Because a lot of times, like these these women, they argue about a guy not hitting them up after something, you know, or doing doing them dirty. But that's kind of what they like. Uh, I wouldn't say they like that. But I think they well, like I, it, bro. Nah, what I think it is. So, like, I'm, I'm king, put my foot in my mouth. Like, you can ask my wife. But I can also talk myself out of any situation. So to Tony's point, like, you have to learn the boundaries. But I think a lot of ladies like the fact, like, okay, if you do fuck up, can you make it better? Show me that you, yeah, show me that you're capable of, like, you put me in my feelings, epically bad, how can you make it better? Because what's inevitable in any relationship is somebody going to put their foot in their mouth. And especially as, like, us as men, like, I ain't going to lie, I didn't been, like, knee deep with my foot in my mouth like damn i'm in a deep hole but like how do i bring myself out of the situation so i think it is that but i also realized like i get what you're saying jalon i think ladies like guys who garnish a lot of attention you know it's it's something about knowing that like you have a hot commodity it's the same thing for guys like you want your chick to be bad and to like when she go out to get looked at, you don't want you to have like you don't want to be you don't want your chick to be ugly when she, like she walk in the room, nobody looks at her like bro, oh who that? That would hurt my heart if people thought about my woman like that. Like uh, nigga, that's your wife. Like yeah, like I, I I wouldn't want that. Like I I know I love her, but I need I need her to garner some attention. I need to feel like I have like you know a prize on both ends. Women women like it, you know. They, no no no, that's a good that's a good point to go into. And I, I don't feel I don't feel like that. I feel like I want a woman that I know is attractive and I like her. I don't need her to have a bunch of attention. I'm not saying I want somebody ugly, but like doing all this dating looks are not everything. So I wouldn't mind her not looking like crazy, like, you know, getting a million likes or whatever on Instagram. But if she's, you know, decent looking and her personality's fire, I'll take her, yo. Bro, all that uh, cap. If if you brought your girl to a friendsgiving and everybody was like, "Ugh," I didn't say she was ugly though, bro. I said but she was decent. You want you want like at, at the end of the day, I feel like when you're in a relationship, that person is an extension of you. So you want them to, yeah, of course you want to be attracted to them, and that's the only thing that matters. But you still want to feel like. You know, like as guys, like oh, okay, you got you one. Like it feels good, like when you bring your girl around the homies. Like it's like, oh, okay, I see you, big fella. Like I got a lot of men in the family. You know, like I see your nephew. You want that that nod from your uncle? Like you did a good job. Looks are not everything. I totally agree. It's not. But, I'm just saying, I've dated a lot of girls that looked great, but their personality wasn't there, so it didn't really matter. Like I've, I'll see a girl. I had a date with her. She was super, she was super cute. Like she looked really good, but then her personality wasn't good. So I'm like, is it is what it is? I could just sit in there and like keep her around because she looks good. But what's the point? Because you're not going to be enjoying company. I'm not like, go ahead, Tony. I mean, I just wanted to chime in real quick, man, because both perspectives is great. I think that, uh, 
I can only speak for myself though, man. Like <laughs> from what I've learned, like looks may not be important. I mean, well, it's not a high priority. Let's say, let's say yeah. that, but it is very important, bro, because um looks could either motivate you as a man to do better mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or now <laughs> or it could it could help you change for the better too. Like like yeah. in in terms of like um character and value like if you see that your woman looks great and you look like bumville from <laughs> west covina <laughs> i don't know like like you got to yeah. you got to you know balance the actual scale so what are you going to do to to balance your scale but really though bro really i think i was just sitting here thinking man i think that Cause there is a notion where nice guys they can bag like those bad chicks, and then you got toxic guys that could bag either or, right? But my point to that is, when you bag the chick, you got to choose which type of man you are, <laughs> because that woman is going to definitely define it for you just off of her looks alone straight up if she walks in the room and she commands attention i'm not saying she's gonna need a toxic man but i'm just gonna say there's gonna be days where you're gonna walk into that event and she's gonna be looking straight up fire and there's gonna be men like clocking her like and what you're gonna do just sit there like yeah i know (laughs) i know she pretty i know (laughs) like what you gonna do i mean how you gonna command the room's attention into making sure that they know that this is your woman without saying a damn word. Okay. I, well, I, I got a situation a, a coworker told me about. So basically him and his girl is in uh say gas station. And this dude was like, looked at his, his girl's butt and was like, that thing is fat, right? And was about to pound him. What would y'all do in that situation? I'll smack the shit out of that motherfucker. That's a no-brainer because that's disrespectful. Yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't care, I don't care how that is, bro. It can be your bro. It can be. It doesn't matter. You don't say shit like that. You don't exactly. say shit. But like I'm that. saying, what would you do in that situation, though? That's what I'm saying. I told you, I'll smack the shit out of him. Okay, hands down. Yeah, you got You got to choose violence in that one. Like, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I kind of to what Tony was talking about. Like when you have a a, a bad, a beautiful woman. They kind of make you choose which side. Like my wife is, I would say in the looks, she's better looking than me. You know, I, I, everybody's I better looking than you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn daggers shots. But anywho, um, like when you, when we go out to clubs, especially like younger, when we are going out to clubs, like you have to be, when you have a bad, beautiful woman, like you always have to be on your, you know, your toes and stuff like that. So to Tony's point, if somebody said that, like, I'm choosing violence. Like, you know, it it, it is what it is. But also, I have the fact that like, I'm a bigger dude, and I feel like I, when I'm out, I'm not a very like um, smiley person. So like, if you say that, like, bro, like six uh, two two twenty, I ain't saying I'm the biggest toughest dude in the world, but don't don't. That's a, I'm choosing that's a violence. Point. That's a that's a great point, Justin, because first off, let's just think about the question. Like, what makes that man have the audacity to even say that? Like, he must 
believe that he can try you or you're some Facts. type of bitch. Really? Facts. Yeah. Because Facts. I'll tell you right now, if I walked in a room and I have the baddest chick on my arm, of course they're going to be looking at her. I want that, right? As her man, I would want that, right? But just like they looking at her, they definitely paying attention to me. And they paying attention to my mannerisms and how I carry myself, how I move, like how I present myself as that rock for this bad woman. You know what I'm saying? And hey, I'm gonna tell you if you if a, if a man walk up to you, be like, man, damn that ass fat, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yo, he don't respect you. He does not respect you. He just think you just some type of bitch ass. And hey, man, look, that's a, that's a straight up call for a slap straight up yeah yeah i've been in a, a club situation that's kind of like similar to this in the sense of so it's like me and my uh, wife we first got together and we went to um franklin street and a little a little club so like background jalan knows like i'm a wild I, I was a wild person so like you know in the sense of a fight in the club like I, you know listen if i'm off the liquor it is what it is. It's fair game. Like, I live and die behind my hands. I ain't saying I'm the biggest, toughest person, but, you know, I ain't going to back down to anybody. So we in the club and my, you know, she's in front of me dancing, right? There's a dude that comes up and he's like standing in front of us and he's just looking at her like, I got next. Oh, so I'm looking, I'm looking at Buddy like, hey, my, my guy, like, hey, yo, like, keep that shit hot, move back. So he's like, all right, all right, all right. So five minutes come back. He pulls up right again. I'm like, hey, yo, my nigga, like, bro, you good. Keep shit back. So like five minutes later, he pops back up in the same spot. He just said, like, now I'm hot. I'm like, I'm a, I got I to gotta kill this nigga now. Like, I have to fight him because, you know, you can't, you can't be bitched in front of your old lady. Like, that's just a, that's a no-no. So she's in front of me. So I move her, like, right behind me. Like slide behind my back and I step to him. I, you know, I pull my pants up. I'm like, yo, my nigga, what's good? And I'm like, like what, what, like what? Now, like now, I'm at that. Like you even brought the full nigga out. I'm here. What you want? And he was like, oh shit, bro, my fault. I'm like, nah, bro. Like you clearly didn't get the first two things, and I don't like repeating myself. So like, what the fuck's up? Like, what's good? <laughs> like, uh, uh, my fault. My fault. I ain't want. Like I was like, nah, bro. Like let let's have it. So needless to say, like for you know. My lady at the time, that was the first time her seeing that side of me. So, you know, yeah. like women don't like seeing that, but there's a part of like, oh my God, I feel safe. <laughs> it's oh my God, I love him. You feel me? So like, and for yeah. me, it's like, bro, like even, even let's say that nigga would have whooped my ass, but I fought for her. You know, it's the they premise like of, they like that. You got to make them feel secure, you know, exactly. like, yeah, I got you, babe. I got you. He, mm. Like, I'm also a bigger dude. So like, I ain't gonna lie. Had he been 6'6", 275, I'd have asked him nicely to move. You feel me? Excuse me, sir. You don't fuck with But yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Who you fucking with? All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we're gonna leave the club tonight. All right, babe. Let's go. Grab your purse. Yeah. No, I, I, think you bro- I think you broke the whole conversation right there, man. I think that's what it is. Is that they feel like they don't want a nice guy because in that situation, they wouldn't be safe. So they'd rather somebody that's toxic or like don't need them to make them feel like they'll be safe around that person. I, I don't, you know what I think it is. I don't think it's that. I think uh, P 
people, I'm not going to say this to women specifically, but I know I have a lot of women friends. I think they think they can change the person. So they see like nobody is 100% toxic. Nobody's 100% nice. So they see elements of the good in the person and they think they can harness and bring it all out. Yeah, I have to agree. That's it. It's like a project. They view it as a project. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's just important to kind of, you know, throw off that Richter scale a little bit every now and then, man. Make a guess. Oh, oh, my God. Why is Tony acting like this today? He is moody as hell. What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong with Tony? <laughs> right? Or like, man, you know, Tony is super sweet today. Oh, wow. I love Tony. Like, you got to... You gotta go in different scales, yeah, man. You gotta, yeah, you gotta keep them on their uh, toes for sure. Fact. So, Jalan, for you, that's one day like no R and B, like straight Chief Keith, Chicago drill. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Chick pull up in the crib and it's just like, oh, what mood is he in? And you just yeah. do a hell of aggressive push ups in the middle of the floor. Catch my ball. Fifty thousand. Like what? Damn. Like what? What is he? What, what's happening? I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. 2,000 more. Let's go. Like, you got to catch yeah. him off guard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to definitely change my ways, man. Because like I said, right now, being nice ain't working, bro. So You got to learn how to uh, be nice nasty. So, like, understanding how to shift in and out, knowing when to play in nice. Like, I pick on people. And if people don't know Jalan, don't let this niceness fool you. Jalan's like, low-key. Like low key an asshole around his guy friends Yo. because he he jokes on the low and it's like it's real like bro you said that like damn man like that was he actually you said know that. he actually said he actually that. said that I feel like he got to bring that side out to the ladies because you gotta like I like picking on chicks like my wife knows I tell her she got a big head all the time like you got a real big forehead if you ever seen my wife she got a lot of forehead beautiful it's all outdoors but panoramic forehead so. I pick on her. That's our dynamic. It works. Women hate it, but they love it. Like, oh, he's a little asshole. Go ahead, Jalan. Compliment him, then insult him. You feel me? Be good, bro. All right. So we we we. This is moving. <laughs> this is moving away from. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm saying it's a it's a music podcast. We didn't talk about any music, so we're gonna talk about this one song that I was thinking about. Um, it's called Jaheem. Uh, Put that woman first. So, so basically, in that song it seems like he is a toxic male. He is, um, you know, displaying he doesn't need this girl. He's watching the game instead of hanging out with her, and it feels like he's losing the, his girl. So now, instead of going toxic, he's saying, "I should have put you first, and I want to put you first. So he's been the toxic guy, and now he's trying to move back into being a nice guy to save his girl. What do y'all think about that dynamic of you know going from toxic to nice instead of going from nice to toxic? called the toxic hail mary uh <laughs> this is when you realize like oh shit she 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 done done because like you know when you're in a relationship i feel like i'm gonna speak to my relationships there's always like i'm through with your ass it's like girl shut up you you, you ain't really done then it's like oh your bag's back oh shit you look done done it's like okay maybe i need i recognize that i wasn't doing all i needed to and that's the jaheem song to me it's like he like oh shit you gone you gone for real for real like, oh lord 
oh god baby i'm sorry you know like i don't go baby that's that's kind of how i see it like every nigga i think every guy does it because they don't want to lose it but it's like like tony said you kind of got to find the boundaries yeah that's exactly how far is too far you gotta find that boundary and that's why that song did so well bro because that was the first song ever to record that was the first recorded song that basically said i found my boundary i gotta put her first (laughs) <laughs> I got to put a first. Let me go ahead and put a first. <laughs> it's crazy. You'll get there one day, Jalon. I don't know, man. I, I definitely go for the bluffs, man. I go for the bluffs like, oh, I'm done. And then I'm like, ah. Uh. You know, because sometimes they're not really done, even though they say they're done. And I'm just like, I get, I mean, the sucker that goes for it. Nah, nah. See, that's what, like, that's that's the tr- strategic part of the game, right? You have to, like, call their bluff. Like, oh, bitch, I don't care, girl, walk. Like y'all know that it's like an episode of Martin when like him and Gina are arguing in the bedroom, and she was like, "I'm gonna leave," and he is like, "Go, go!" Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she walks out, he's like, "Baby, no!" Like, yeah, like, <laughs> that's what you kind of have to do. You got a guy like you know, put, even if you don't mean it, you gotta like you gotta bark tough, like, "Go, walk out that door!" I'll come up be fine without you. And then she leaves like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, I think it just goes back into just learning your woman, bro. You gotta learn her, like, and it's really hard learning um someone that you're trying to get to know, someone that you're courting, someone that you're dating, and someone that you, you could be exclusively dating, right? But in order to get to that exclusivity, right, you gotta understand her. You gotta know what ticks her off. You gotta know what makes her smile. You gotta know. You gotta. You have to know, like. It's a it's a rigorous process, bro. It really is. But at the end of the at the end of the day, I can only speak for myself. Any woman that's going to reach to the point of exclusivity <laughs> with me, oh, best believe I know exactly who she is. I know exactly how she goes about life, and I got a good glimpse of her heart. You feel me? Because that's a that's another that's another point too. Like you have to go to well, you have to experience each each side of the scale, like the nice guy, the toxic guy, or the city boy. You got to experience both sides so that you can understand your heart. Once you understand your heart, I guarantee you, you're going to just look for your match, bro. Just look for your match. That girl got the same quality of your heart. And once you realize that, whatever makes you happy, guarantee you it's going to make her happy, bro. Guarantee you. It's all about it. It's it's all a part of the game, bro. I highly recommend all the uh, listeners, all the guys that are nice guys out there. Man, y'all better read. Y'all better start reading. Y'all better start reading how to read a woman and how to like understand who she is. Like a number one book I would recommend is uh, The Way of the Superior Man. Read that shit. Read it. Understand it because it's giving you perspective from your perspective or scenario um and how it would be perceived from a woman's perspective that's game that's game right there like uh, hey that's that's just my food for thought man bombs i wish i could put a little little bomb sound right there <laughs> yeah, we, we're gonna get it set up bro we're gonna get it set up we gotta we gotta get you a whole board and everything so we can get it set up that would that have been a good time for it. That that's that was a bomb right there, Gems. So so since Jalan, you brought up you know Jaheen, 
um, put your woman first. I'm going to bring it contemporary, a little, you know, modern. I think Drake's Marvin room. You feel me? Fuck that new nigga that you love so much. Whoa, whoa. You feel me? Bro. Marvin, <laughs> Marvin's room is like, to me, the ultra toxic song. Like yeah. when I think, I think about like, ah, oh, shit. That's Drake, you know. And with that being said, have y'all ever been in that uh the Drake Marvel room scenario, you know, hit, hitting up Shardy when you know she in a relationship? <laughs> you know what though? Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, yeah, like I've had <laughs> thoughts like that, especially when I was younger, man. Oh my gosh. Like, there was so many women that I would have crushes on that I ain't really do much, nothing, nothing to. I never approached. I just would just look at them from behind a tree, like dumbass, nice guy that I was. You feel me? But um, to make a long story short, man, like, yeah, I was in situations like that, similar to that Drake song, because I would just look at chicks and be like, man, shit, that nigga don't even deserve her. He don't, he don't even know. <laughs> so it's crazy. Uh, for me, I've never done it, but I know this girl that's in a relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you about the Marvin's room her shit after the podcast, bro? Actually, I'm not, though, but I think I could because, uh, like, I stopped talking to her, right? And then, like, around my birthday... Like, like she posted like the she was with the guy, and I saw her like looking at my story and stuff. I'm like, ah, I probably could uh, I probably could slide back in there, but I don't, I don't think I would, cause with the social media area now, like they screenshot it, post it all over the place. So I, I wouldn't do it, but I think I probably could. Boy, listen, <laughs> the screenshots ain't nothing. I feel like most people on social media don't really be paying attention to that shit anyway. So like, you get your yeah. shit screenshotted, it's you know. It is what it is. Like, look at this guy trying to, to try to come back around. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. Every, everybody do it. Like at one point in time, like I ain't gonna lie. Like at the time that Marvin's room came out, like this is when I was really like I would say ultra toxic toxicity at like 110 percent. Oh yeah, I'd definitely be like, man, fuck that nigga. I don't care. Like <laughs> <laughs> he know I be at too shit. Tell come see me. You know I, I'm outside. What the fuck? No. Yeah, facts. I'm outside. Like, I ain't afraid of him. You picked up the phone. Shit. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Yo, like, Drake really had it bad. Well, he described a situation where he really had it bad, but, like, I never had it that bad, man. It was just more so the first level. Like, really, like, man, man, shit, man. fuck all that. Oh, <laughs> transparency. I think, like, so college for me, I had it bad, but it's also, like, that time when I feel like I, I was transitioning, as Tony mentioned earlier, from like a nice guy to like that phase of city boy to like becoming a kind guy, kind of knowing my boundaries and stuff like that. So when you experience your first little, your little, little taste of the heartbreaks, you know, oh, it hurts. It hurts something different. Ain't, ain't no book, ain't no life. It ain't nothing that can prepare you for like that first real heartbreak. You feel me? Like, when you just irrationally emotional and shit like that, like, oh, baby, no, ah. I got you know, a confession you, to make, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. This, oh, is, oh. this is real. To the next level, boy. This is real. Podcast to the next level. Let's get it. Back in college, like, I rarely tell about this story, man. My, uh, you know, close people, they they understand this story, but. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Tony. Hold on, Tony. Sure. This is an untitled podcast exclusive. Beep, 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 beep. 
<laughs> yo, yo, check it out. Like, seriously. Um, in college, I literally took advantage of them on campus counseling service after that breakup. It was that real to the point where I didn't know what to do. Most most guys, most nice guys would have, you know, did some crazy, if you know what I mean, like all the way off the scale. So like, <laughs> I don't know what you mean, bro. No, you know exactly. The audience even know I, what I mean. I, I know where you at, Tony. You I know, know where you at. Like, e- like, explain, explain, explain for me. I'm oh, sorry. I gotta take a deep breath. What I'm saying is, <laughs> dang, bro. What I'm saying is like, most guys, well, yes, for the for the for the sake of life and for the sake of the young guys today that is in college that may be experiencing some heartbreak, like don't do nothing stupid, man. Don't and not I'm not saying that I did anything stupid, but there was definitely thoughts about like, you know, what's the point of life? Yeah. <laughs> what's the yeah, what's the point yeah. of this? And like really though, the the actual truth behind this, bro, is that there are guys, there are young guys out here that will really take it to that next level because of answers that they never got from questions that they propose. So this is a serious thing. So like I had like I had to, you know, shed light on that situation because without counseling, man, I would have never had an understanding of who I was. And I guarantee you, once you understand who you are and how your mind rolls, everything just works. The universe just reveals itself. However your your spirituality is set up, it's going to work for you. You know what I'm saying? So like, I know for me, once I start focusing on myself, man, you wouldn't believe how many chicks would just be curious. You wouldn't believe it. I can just be walking from one building to the next building. Oh, hey, Tony, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, hey, good morning. What's How you doing? Uh, you look yeah. nice today. What the fuck? Anyway, but yo, like it just falls in your lap. That's basically what I'm saying. So that transition from a nice guy to maybe experiencing some type of city boy episodes, right? You just basically understand who you are. You have a clear consciousness of your heart. Counseling did it for me, dog. That was my confession, straight up. Uh, that's see when you said something crazy, I was like, oh, yes, sir. Okay. Definitely, I we gotta apply. I just wanted to applaud that because I feel like that's what there's people that need to hear that, like normalizing, like just going to breakups, yeah. yeah, and counseling because kind of on the same tip. Like I went to counseling when I was in, uh, at T, mm-hmm. like a similar time around a breakup because a lot of we we talk about relationships, but especially when you go through the heartbreak and stuff like that. Like Jalan's my boy, but he don't know what I felt when I went through that breakup. Because how do you talk to your homies and exactly. stuff like that? That might not be in the same spot. Never and it. tell them, you feel me? Like, bro, I don't. I feel lost right now, Chief. Like, cause you don't want to seem like it, it, it's it's too personal and like you really down bad. But like, once you experience that first little taste of that heartbreak, it's like you spiral, Fact. and it's like you gotta be be like, I'm good. And behind closed doors, you you really going through so. For those young listeners out here, like it's normal. Your first love might not be your last love. You that's the truth of the nature. You gotta kinda experience a little heartbreak and it sucks, but there's more life to live, you know. You take what you learn from the situation. Facts. And just keep moving forward. Like it, it's it's it, trust me, 
I ain't gonna lie, it sucks. It sucks like a motherfucker when you go from seeing somebody, but you better when you break up, Man, it's because of something serious. Let's just let's just be frank. It sucks to not get any ass anymore. That, like, come on. Oh yeah, that, that, <laughs> come on. Let, let us be real. Let's be real. Let's be. That's really what it was. It's like you went from seven a day, you know, fourteen times a week to it's just you. Right, focusing on you and and going to that's school it. and going to class. Like yo, that lonely as hell, bro. Oh, I used to listen to uh, Jalan's beats because you know back in the dorm room he used to cook it up. So like. I, I would listen to his beats going from class to class to counseling session. I'm like, man, I'm just defining my life. No one else knows this beat besides me. <laughs> <laughs> no one else knows this beat besides me and my roommate. <laughs> Where am I right now? Oh, my God. That's funny, man. That's funny. <laughs> no, but when you said something crazy, I wasn't expecting, you know, where you went. Cause like when I think of like a breakup and I think of something crazy, I think of like pulling up to a spot, you know, you blasted a Tevin Campbell, can we talk or something like that? Man, that's 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 uh, I felt like that's like, I don't know if that's like music video, cause in real life, like <laughs> shit don't really be like that. It's more so you feel like that. Nah, like what it is, you see, I know for me when I broke up, it's like seeing that person, and then they be walking with somebody else. And it's like, boy, your inside is hurt, Yo, but you know, you you can't you can't show it can on walk. the outside. Be but when you see it, it's like, uh, oh my god, oh my god, like you. And it could be the most platonic thing in the world. She just happened to walk out of class, and it's another dude right there. But when you see it, it's like, oh, she cheated. But y'all ain't together, so it's kind of like, now she cheating, bro. She cheating. You feel me? Like <laughs> that. That to me, that's what it's like. And then you send that text message, like you know. I, I can say for me at that time, I was saying something reckless, like, so that's that you that's your man's now? That's that's him. <laughs> that's him. And it's like, boy, wow, my guy, you tripping. It's like, yeah, I am. Because like, you know, you're most of like, everywhere. You be like, I didn't know you like short dudes. I'm like, you start, you know. <laughs> <laughs> His Jordan's fake anyway. Like Dang, man. Oh, you, you like a ball too? Okay, all right, that's, that's cool. Crazy. You know that's what I'm saying? Crazy. I, I, I mean, me myself, I like wearing real J's, but if you want guy with fake J's, that's, cool. that's that's what's up. That's cool. That's your type. Yeah. I was I was very uh when I had situations like that and I would see someone that I was involved with walking around with someone else, like I would just observe and not say nothing. Like literally, like it would it would be like a okay bet moment in my mind with no one telling me anything. And and then it's like, yeah, well you I'm gonna just use that as fuel. I'm gonna go ahead and get this money straight up. So, nah, success is the best. Uh, I ain't gonna say best revenge, but ultimately, like, it's the best. It's the best revenge because, yeah, when you're doing, it's out, this is probably like pettiness and mild toxicity, but when you're doing better than people that you are in relationships with, it kind of validates. Like, oh, okay, hmm, yeah, huh, I'm good. Oh, cool. Oh, I've been here. Is. I've been there. Where have you been? Nowhere. Oh, okay, cool. How's your life? Hmm. All yeah. right, then. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying you're 100% right. Because, like, you think about, like, you, for example, girls that used to date you, they're like, man, Justin's married. You got two kids. Like, dang. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you look at you, like, yo, this was guy I messed up on, you know? Because a lot of times in a relationship, girls be like, oh, you missed a good thing. Did they say, like, oh, you dropped the bag and all that nonsense? But now it's like, you married with two kids. You're like, dang. I guess I was a problem, but 
Okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is probably this is probably toxic and petty. When I've been in relationships, I've told the person I was breaking up with, "You're dropping the bag." Like, listen, like your <laughs> no, that's facts though. <laughs> that's mean, facts. Like, that's life, bro. Like, yeah. hey, I feel it, but like this was the best you've had. And yeah. for me to like to sit back and watch life and oh that shit came true. Oh that shit feel good as hell. <laughs> I told you I was gonna do A, B, and C, and I've done A, B, and C. You I check my eyes and you see. Like I've been yeah. here, I've been there. I said I was gonna go where you been? Ah oh, damn. Yeah. That's crazy. You know. Yeah. You know, like shit ain't perfect, but it's kinda like one of those things, like when you know your value. I've always known my value. So and I've always had like I know what I wanna do in life. So when you know that, it's kinda like I'm not. I'm not gonna carry around dead weight. Yeah, I gotta hear. It's always gonna be somebody wanna hop in line. And then that's <laughs> when you drive off and you play future real sisters. <laughs> <laughs> that's just as simple as that, bro. Like it's just that simple. You're like, you know what? Okay, bet. I don't give a mm, real sisters. <laughs> I don't care. I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> Nah, you were right about that, Justin, because it's like a lot of times, like you say, in the relationship, girls are going to post, oh, he did. And when a girl breaks up or breaks up with a guy, she's going to Instagram going crazy. Oh, he wasn't this. He wasn't that. He dropped the bag, blah, blah, blah. I could do better. Girls like, oh, you could do better. Blah, blah, blah. And then time goes on. Like the prize was the guy, which is it's always the, the guy's always the prize, not the woman. Fact. I, I think some women are prizes. Yeah. Some women are prizes. Some. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. <laughs> it's not like the damn Daytona 500. <laughs> Yo, what is going on? <laughs> I, just, uh, I, I guess I haven't met any prizes yet. That's why I'm single. I haven't met, I haven't met any prizes yet. When you meet your prize, you're gonna stay with her though. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. yeah. That's fact. You feel me? Like that's why I can't yeah. I can say like every to me, everything's a preparation for the person that you're gonna be with. Mm-hmm. That's not saying that whoever you end up with shit's gonna be easy. No, it's always gonna take a lot of work to maintain relationships, especially as you grow as a person, because you're growing as a person with another person that's growing and have their own right. stuff. So like you have to, you know, that's like that's your prize. Like I can look at every situation I've been in. And it's like, okay, it prepared me for where I am now. Not to say that I still ain't fucked up royally within, you know, my situation because I'm still a person. But you find that prize. Like, I feel like when, as we know, like, when you know your value as a man and you bring stuff to the table, like, it definitely makes it easier because, let's be real, like, it's like athletes. If you in the NBA, it's not hard for you to find a woman. It's not. It's really not. Not finding a good one that, you know, has the qualities that you might want to find that's wife-like. That's something different. But, like, just finding a woman, bro. Nah, you right about that. Because them, them blinders is on when you got money. Like, <laughs> you don't even know who the hell is about to walk in the room. They could change your life. They could sue you, take everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nah. So, yeah, you right. But uh, the options vary, man. Shit, the blonde has got to be on when people perceive that you have money, too, because people's perception of what wealth is. Like, I know, and I've stopped posting a lot on Instagram, but, like, when I was traveling a lot, I posted a lot. So people had a perception of what my life was. I'm like, nigga, I work. 
I know how to budget, you know. I had sky scanning, give me a good little cheap flight, and I'm in London. You know, I budgeted this trip. Like I ain't out here dropping like what you think I'm dropping. I ain't drop I ain't first class. No, no, no. This is this economy with everybody else, you know. I mean I don't see getting hit, like, you know, but we don't see that part, so Right. I feel that. I have I have another another topic real quick. All right, so we did the toxic versus the nice guy, you know, pretty much discussion. So I want to get into you know future, and then we want to get into Russell Westbrook. So so for not West Westbrook, Russell Russell Wilson. So from the out from the outside looking in, you would say future is toxic, and from the outside looking in, you'll say Russell Wilson is a nice guy. So future does get more women than Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson ended up being married with a family. So how do you know? Which one is better? Being, you know, the toxic future where he's been with multiple beautiful women or Russell Wilson where the prize is the wife and he got the prize being the what we can see anyway, the nice guy. That's a loaded mm. question, bro. I'm about to I'm about to probably step on some people's toes. And that's just like Go for it, man. Like in this situation, because I always compare like to me, these are like the I guess the spectrum of the two. Like this is a real life situation, Russell versus Future. But at the end of the day, Russell has Future's baby mama. <laughs> so like you know he has he has the prize. He got Ugh. the prize, but like the, the prize ain't a brand new car. Like I'm not. Oh. <laughs> You know, I hear chicks talk about they want the Sierra prayer, but like, you know, I I get it. Like, my prize was a new car. You know, them kids is mine. Like, and if you know, when people talk about being a nice guy, hey, I'm not that nice of a guy to deal with somebody else's kids. Like, I'm not. Like, I want my woman with no kids. Like, that's just I ain't trying to be no stepdaddy. Like, hey, bro, that's just. That's just not Ooh. like, hey, shout out to those people that do it, but that ain't in my cars, bro. And like, I, listen, I ain't gonna say I'd be toxic, but like, I ain't discipline your kid, bro. I ain't your daddy. Like, keep it moving, little nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm not gonna lie. So like, for me, I still gotta give future like future one this one in mind. Like, yes, he got the the woman, but guess what? If future wanted to stay with Sierra, he would have stayed with her. It's that simple. You know what? I have to agree. Like straight up. Like I just hey man, look, man, you could you could either be a fool and change your situations, or you can be an old fool by yourself. I just only can speak for myself. I don't want to be no old fool, man, by myself, going from chick to chick, bad chick to bad chick, doing this, doing that, putting seeds, you know, just spreading out my joy and then, you know, whatever. But there are some guys out here that's like I don't give a damn. <laughs> I, I choose to live that way. That was the decision that I decided to make. That's not me. If I was to have kids and I was to have uh, um, uh, a woman, all that is mine. Straight up. Like, it ain't no someone else. I'm not taking care of another child. That's just my own preference. I don't want to discriminate to any man that would that that has the heart in doing that but i don't shout out to them right shouts out to them my thing is 
that's great. They have the heart to do that. But just like you have the heart in doing that, you also got the heart in fostering some of these children out here that need better parents. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. So my my thing is like it goes either way, bro. It's it's multiple ways for that. But I only have my own preference. If I'm gonna have kids, they're gonna be my own and they're gonna be with my own woman that I'm gonna be with straight up. Thanks. So, Shooting up one club only. One you feel club, me? One club, one gun, straight up. Nah, you you definitely went deep on that, Justin. And I, I do agree as well. I didn't think about it when I asked the question, but I wouldn't want to be with, you know, a person with a child because I dealt with a young lady with a child and it was cool because she was attractive and all that. But then like you think of the big picture, you think of how she's raising that child and I bring my child in. I can't discipline her child like I discipline my child. You know what I'm saying? So it's so many different things. And then you got to worry about her. Let's say the the dad gets the other child for like a weekend or whatever. Right. So now you got to worry about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so many different things. It's like you're with the child and you touch the child and tell the dad. It's so many different elements that it wouldn't be healthy for me to do. Like I know for people that do it, congratulations, you know, whatever, but I can't, I'm not dealing with that. I'm dealing with this girl that's driving me nuts and that's it. I'm not dealing with the child, the baby daddy, and you know their grandma and grandpa. I'm still dealing with her, and that's it. I couldn't do anything else. <clears throat> totally agree. Because I feel like for me, being a being a reformed, retired city boy, there's a. Whew, I'm gonna say this, and it's probably gonna create some backlash. But there's a lot of guys that have wiped up my old flings. So it's one of those things that's kind of like, <clears throat> if I wanted to keep them, I would have kept them. Your prize is my old laundry. I don't want it. I moved <laughs> on. So I understand you see that as like, yo, that's your jewel. That's your gym. But I took that to the pawn shop because I didn't want it. Oh, Had Lord. It. You know, like, so <laughs> for me, I agree with Tony. Like, when I find my, like, me and my wife had this conversation, like, through and through. Like, I feel like in relationships, you have to understand, like, what you want out of it. So we want a lifelong commitment. And that doesn't mean things are always easy, but we're like, no, motherfucker, we're going to figure this shit out. And that means, you know, you got to go get counseling. You got to sit down. I got to suck my pot. I got to listen and just be like, I don't understand this, but like, I want to figure it out. I got to learn her language and, you know, be in tune with her. But like, it's, it's long-term because I want to raise my kids. I want to be in a household with them. I want to see them. I want to, you know, have that i don't want anybody else doing that like i'm not that person if we didn't work out my wife got with another dude i'm gonna be super toxic bro like she can't be with nobody else but me like i'm, I'm joking but like a part of me is being dead ass because like no, no bro you said, like, you're right yeah, yeah, bro, like hey bro yeah. like y'all gotta listen to your stepdaddy rick fuck that nigga whatever he say don't do i don't exactly. want to be that person who wants that drama who wants that drama Man. then like think think about it from another angle too what if the kid don't like you bro what if Thanks. what if the kid Thanks. don't like you? You know what I'm Thanks. saying? Like you don't have no say so on that. Like that that's not your blood. So I rather yeah. I would I would I would feel better in the knowing that I gotta put in some work to convince my child to understand me because I know that this is my blood. You feel me? Yeah. I rather do that than to deal with some little boy or girl that just don't give a damn. That, that they don't. They don't even you like, ain't my daddy. Like oh. that's the worst. And I feel like that right there is the worst conversation. Cause you even think about I think I'll just go back to the you know the child I was dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like she was cool at that moment, but who knows? Let's say we stay together. 
10 years down the line, oh, now you're not my daddy after you done paid for, you know what I exactly. mean? So many different things. So it's like you did all these things when it was cute. So like it's a lot of women, they have like little little children like under five. It's cute then, but you don't know how they're going to be when they're 15, when they're 16. Now you're not my daddy after I spent 10 years worth of money on you. Yo. I'm petty because I'm responding like you damn right your daddy left. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I got a point. I got a point, yo. I found out something maybe like I would say it was probably earlier this year. It was crazy. It blew my mind, but it goes into what we're talking about here. Like, did you know that a woman could get child support from you and you ain't even got to be the biological father? All you got to do is just spend time with her child. As you're courting her, she could use that as leverage in the courtroom, bro. That's why it's kind of important to be like, ah, you know, stick to your guns, bro. A nice guy got to stick to his guns when it comes, I mean, if he's transitioning. Like, protect your assets. Right. And your protect ass. your assets and your ass, man. Straight up, like, like, make sure that you good, cause hey, it's it's a dog eat dog world out here, bro. And I ain't saying that women's gonna do it. I ain't saying that there are. I don't know. I don't know. But I just know that it is possible. You can look it up. It's on. It's an Google. option. It's definitely an option. I I would definitely say I'm a nice guy, but that's one thing I'm not doing. I'm not dealing with the ch- a woman with a child, cause I even had a situation where. You know, I'm on all these apps. So I was talking to a girl and I found out she lived pretty much right next to me, right? So let's say she lives in an apartment complex. I'm saying, all right, cool. So I text her, I think like a random Sunday. I said, all right, let's, we never met before. We never talked on the phone. I'm like, let's go out and get something to eat because, you know, we live right next to each other. It don't make sense to be on the phone. She said, oh, you want to take me out? I said, yeah. And then she said, um, I got to find a sitter. I said, you know what? I didn't, I didn't even text her after that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Damn, I said, I said, nah, bro, I'm not dealing with that. You, you see, you got a little city boy in there you. You didn't even realize it. There that, it like, yeah. come on, bro. That's that. The, see, it's growing. You follow. It's heart, growing, man. and you, and you didn't even realize. You just ghosted it just because you got a kid. Like, oh, I'm good. I'm not. I don't feel like my my wife has a child. I don't. I don't know. You can say you can say whatever, but I just don't feel like. I feel like the situation I dealt with made made God told me, hey, you're. Your wife doesn't have a child. Hey, bro, if that's you it. believe it, that, that's it already it, I believe it. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. 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 Yeah, man. Hey. Ooh, boy. We might catch a little. <laughs> I'm going to catch a little backlash off a couple things I've said. You know, some hate man, email. Listen, man, bro. <laughs> Our podcast, we talk about what we want to talk about. If they don't like it, still, they going to still listen. Somebody need to hear this story, bro, because it's, yo, <laughs> these young dudes nowadays, bro, they don't give a fuck. And they can be a nice guy or a toxic guy, whatever the fuck. The nice guys, they are like, like over the, over the ledge, right? And the city boys, they really just are just, they don't really give a damn. And that's scary, bro, because at the end of the day, it's like, all right, so where are the men out here that that actually transition into graduating and becoming better? Like, so by us talking about this and sharing our experiences, man, it's for those guys, bro, because I actually just found something else out today. As a matter of fact, um, I can't really be specific, but uh, I found out there's a growing trend, and this goes into what we're talking about here, but um, I don't know if y'all are aware of like dating coaches, right? There's dating coaches out here. There's like life coaches slash dating coaches. Well, a lot of women 
dating coaches, life coaches are quitting the business because they realize that there is a lot of um, toxic femininity that is out here. And it's no convincing them when they finally do pair them up with a great match of the opposite sex. It's like they're never satisfied. So how the hell can you coach them? How the hell, you know what I'm saying? Can you guide them? So it's a growing trend. It's unfortunate. But this is the way that we're going. Like we're we're going in a way where people are just throwing up their hands and saying, fuck it. <laughs> y'all bitches, but y'all good on your own. Just do what you gotta right. do. Right. Like, hey, whatever so, happens, happens. <laughs> what what is toxic femininity? Like, I would say toxic femininity, and this is just my own personal opinion. Toxic femininity is a woman that is not aware of her capabilities of her submissiveness to someone that is good to her, to a, to a man that is good to her, or wherever her sexual preference is, someone that has that type of directiveness around her, she is 100% the opposite of it. She wants to be both, or she is the opposite. She never goes with it. You feel me? She's always against it. So I would say that that's a sign of toxic femininity because you're not for it, you're against it. You know what I mean? Like, and those are those are hard. Those are basically women that are hard to please. Women that that um, just um, will not take no as an answer. And it could go in how they was raised too, man. You know, there's a lot of women, toxic feminine type women that expect their fathers out of these guys or mm. women, if that's their sexual preference, that they be dating. I'm like, man, what the hell? I'm not your daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can call me daddy, but I'm not your daddy. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Like, hey, that's that's probably as far as we can go with that. But, you know, the technicality of it? Nah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's just my opinion, man. What y'all think about that? Jelan? Um, yeah, I'm saying, honestly, I think that's what women look for. They look for their, their dad. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. They want, they want to protect, provide, and all that stuff. And that's basically, th- th- that's what you're supposed to do. But I'm saying before then, that's what it. What is that? All right, sorry. No, but I'm saying not because I was hearing a big ringing sound. I didn't know if it was my mic or not. Nah, but basically that's what they want. They go look for their dads to protect for them, provide for them, and, you know, do all this stuff. And then that's what they will look for in a husband, or you know, they may. I don't think anything is wrong with that, honestly. Uh, I think like. On on Tony's like the original point and talking about like toxic femininity, I I can see that. And even to what you're saying, Jalon, like it, it goes on both, right? Because I see like as as the spectrum shifts, where like you have more women in a position of power and things like that, and like okay, gender roles are not as defined and stuff like that's cool, but you still got to be willing to compromise, you know, like when you meet another person. So like it's hard to you rarely see like the quote unquote power couple where you have like an alpha woman and an alpha man because it's going to be like too much like head button. Like somebody got to call the shots. You can't have two captains. And it's hard for somebody to take a step back because they feel like, you know, their toes get stepped on. So it's like, how do you, you know, as a woman, if you, if you own your shit, you boss level and stuff like that and you find a man, it's the same thing where it's like, 
it's going to be tough to have certain conversations, you know, like, Hey, I want to have a family, but you know, you focus on your career. So it's like, I want to have a family and I can't carry the fucking baby. So <laughs> what are we going to do? You know, shit, shit like that. So I can see how, you know, especially if a life coach is saying or a date coach is saying like, Hey, you know, you want to be married and have kids. How, if you prioritizing your career, like that's common sense, shit like that. And then women want people like, I feel like every woman, every man, they have expectations. So most women, I feel like even men, when you come in, you want to provide security. You want to show that you can protect and provide. The The problem is I feel like you have those simp-ass guys out here that like always buying shit. Right. And like, you know, created where it's like, hey, I, I bought a purse I and I bought agree. a shoe. Keep your money in your and pocket. Yeah, no, keep your money in your pocket, player. Like me, I, I buy a cookout tray. Like if we go out on a date, like, hey, count your blessings, but like, you ain't getting no gift given until we in a relationship. Like, I'm, you might get some flowers, but like, that's that's different. But I'm not like the guys that messed up the game and IG social media make it, you know, especially like rappers. I bought a Birkin bag. Like, hey, I'm not spending $50,000 <laughs> on a purse for you. Exactly. Yeah. And we not together. Like, yeah. that, it ain't happening. I'm not flying you out. It, like that shit's dead, bro. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing none of that. Like, you, we can get, we can go two for two Applebee's <laughs> and get water, no beverage. You feel me? Like, if because if you fuck with me after that, you can get, you can move, you work Whatever your, you, you work your way up self to the big stuff. Like, I'm not about to start Whatever big because you, you, you fly a chick out to Miami date one. Like, bro, where you go from there? It's levels. Like, it's all about what you expose to her too. Like, if you expose to her Miami the first time. She's going to be expecting Miami every time, bro. I mean, come on. It's just like how, I mean, that's just like going back to, you know, being a, a kid. Like, if you were to have a little girlfriend back in elementary school or something and you was to always give her candy, she's going to be expecting that shit every, every day. day. Yep. Can I, this, can, well, go ahead, Jalon. Can I, can I talk? Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just saying like that. You trying to, it's my turn. <laughs> no, no, I, back for earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I, I kind of have a rule is the like the first date I try not to go over thirty dollars, and until I you know, until I achieve something, the dates are gonna stay under thirty dollars. So I don't think like you know Applebee's two for twenty is perfect or anything like that. But I don't think the date should move to Miami or anything until you know some some kind of, kind of payment. <laughs> Yeah, heard me? Yeah. Okay, that was it. That's all I bet. I was about, I was about to say like you you I I feel like you can like you in Charlotte. There's a lot of free options. To me, like the best date is conversation and then kind of determine if you have chemistry. I wouldn't even be so quick to rush into like going out if you ain't established like a couple of phone conversations yet. Oh, of course. No, yeah, me I don't I'm not going out until we talk on the phone, because I'm not wasting my money or my time. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I know that for a fact. If she doesn't want to talk on the phone, we're not going on a date. I don't care how how good she was. Yeah, no, nah, but I, I I agree. Like dating's expensive too, and how I look at it is, it must be nice to be a lady to get like to just to go out and get your meal paid for. Like if I was a woman, I would just a date to eat. Hey, you want to take me out? Like yeah, they call them foodie calls. From what I found out. 
<laughs> what? Booty, booty calls. calls. Yeah. Damn, bro. That's what I it must be nice. Crazy. It That's must crazy. be nice. I, I feel like the... I feel like the whole dating game is messed up, though. It's like, why am I paying for a stranger's meal? You know what I'm saying? Like, w- what's wrong with splitting the bill and still having a good time? Because the first, it's the first day. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? We could split the bill, and then after that, if I like you, I could, I'll pay for the second meal. But why can't it be the? Because the girl is always gonna say, "Oh, you want to split it." They're never gonna say, "Oh, I'll pay for the whole thing." We always gotta pay. Like splitting, the, splitting the bill is telling me pay for your own meal. It's a culture. I think it's a it's it's the shift in culture. So like, I don't want to say this, but like, it's the whole like equality thing to me. Like, what equality is is all across the board. Like, even when it comes to dating, like, yeah, you can you can invite me on a date and pay for my date. Like, I don't know if that happens. There might be a small population of men that's had that experience, but like, I feel like most women would be repulsed by like, I'm not going to invite him out and pay for a date. Why? You want equality? That's what dating is like. You know, you know, I might want flowers too. Shit, I, <laughs> I feel like most. I feel like most dudes would trip if, like, you know, like Tony Delon. Let's be real. If a bad shorty right now invited you out on a date, said I'ma come pick you up. That's fire, bro. And then, <laughs> That's fire. You know, she opened your door and then, like, she paid for the date and like even brought you flowers. You wouldn't even know how to act. Yeah, you. <laughs> That's fine. listen. Hold on, hold on. Opening the door, I don't know about all Yo, that, but nah, cause that'll be kind of, be kind of fire, bro. I ain't wanted. I ain't wanted him. She gonna have to do more than that, man. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do more to lead to that moment. You ain't just gonna just just, just do that shit to me, you know, to me. <laughs> you gonna jump out there like, hey, what what we doing here? What was this? Right, like, listen, take me back me? home. She be like, you want to come back to my place? Like, nah, take me back home. <laughs> man, like, you know, she take you back to her crib. Tony, how you feeling about that? You know, man, look, nah, bro, I wouldn't even do it. I, I've been like, look, we can, we can, we can Facetime or something like that. You know, you, you feeling violated? <laughs> uh, maybe, but maybe not. It's just more so like, where's my control here? And it's not about having it. It's just like, well, how do I fit in this equation? You know, what am I, what, what, what do I have to do to help solve what you're trying to do to me? That's basically it. Or for She's trying you. to get some, bro. She's just trying to get some. So this is Yo, what do what she I respect do. the woman that's frank. Hey, you know what? I just, I just need some. I'm like, all right, then. Well, <laughs> why you, <laughs> you took long enough. Why you ain't saying, thank you. Come on. <laughs> Let's go ahead and handle this. Yeah. But yeah. That's funny. That's something, man. I think that uh, this was a pretty solid conversation, bros. Like, yeah, man. Come on, wait for Justin to wrap it up. Wait, wrap oh, up. I see. You know, I didn't know if you want. Like, I was waiting on you to jump in and hit another song. Or, <laughs> oh, but, oh no, yeah, we it, no, we did pretty it, good, man. I know, know we didn't talk. We, we didn't say too much music, but I feel like it flowed, and we did, you know, pretty good, man. Hey man, this is a fun conversation. I feel like what I would like um, our listeners to do. Hey, when we post the, the reels and post the the actual podcast when it comes out, right on the IG, tell us how y'all felt about the episode. Tell us what you liked and what you didn't like. You know, uh, it is a conversation, not just amongst us, but we want our listeners to chime in too. Like this is a it's a community, you know. So talk. Let us know what you like. How do you feel? You know, ladies especially. 
would you take a guy out on a date and pay, open the door, bring him flowers? Like, how do you feel about that? Would you do that? I'm just saying. We're going to see. Like, if anybody responds, it, it would be nice to know, like, you know, what are the thoughts? Like, to me, when I think of equality, that's what I think of even down to date. And, like, hey, you know, women want equality amongst pay and representation and stuff like that. But are you willing to have the same level of quality when it comes to dating? You can't pick and choose. I think you should pose the question, too, to, of, of us asking them whether or not they would marry a nice guy or a city guy or a city or a city boy. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they gonna they gonna lie. They gonna, they I say thought the nice same guy. thought. I thought the they, same They do thought. want nice guys. They right. they I think I think they do they want nice say guys. It. No, they say it, but their actions speak different. The actions speak to Sierra, she got knocked up by future. You know what I'm saying? Like all these girls are getting knocked up by the the toxic guy, but then they want the nice guy to come save them. Well, let's just go straight straight to the point. Like, wh- why do women lie about wanting nice guys, but their actions show that they want city boys? Nice guys are boring. That's what they think. Damn, we already know the answer. Ain't that about us? Like we, I, I, like you know, we already know the answer to the question. Like, oh, nice guys are boring. You know, the city guys give a little excitement. You know, uh, shit. It, it is what it is. It's, you know. Well, let's just I guess. take that back, you know. <laughs> Folks, on the first question, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, shit, this has been a beautiful conversation. Um, once again, thank all to our listeners for listening. Uh, everybody that's listened to it up until this point. Um, anything that you guys want to wrap up with before we finalize the episode? Nah, I'm done being a nice yeah, guy. Man. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Get that. <laughs> Sorry, yo. <laughs> See, there you go. He just said so. Yo, 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 I'm done being a nice guy. Forget that. <laughs> That's good for you, bro. Facts. Thanks, man. Thanks, bro. You know, Jalan gonna be uh more future like, less Russell Wilson. You know, you don't, you don't wanna. Bro, I'm dying my hair blonde, bro. I'm ready. Ooh, okay. All right. What? Pump the brakes there, buddy. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> hey, hey, if you like it, I love it. Find yourself. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, don't. Damn. don't. Mm. Mm. Just get you some Gucci flip-flops and oh. you're good, bro. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> some Gucci flip-flops. That's all you need, you know. Thought it was a drought, but shit. Man, with that being said, hey, y'all know how we do this. Let's wrap this episode up. This is episode 11. Once again, I'm Justin. I'm Jalan. I'm Tony. We out. Peace.